Hello everyone and welcome to the Power 9 Podcast. My name is Mick. I'm one of your hosts alongside the blood artist Edwin Tuck. Good morning. Morning. We have guests today. Yeah, we finally have guests again. Like we used to, I mean, we used to have guests. Um, And then all our friends left us. And then yeah, we have no more friends. We talk to ourselves. Uh, Introducing the, you know him as Bantistic, the Bantistic uh, Benjamin Tan. Hello everyone. Yeah, uh, you do cut altars. Yep, yes? yep. I I do cut altars. Yes. Uh, yeah, people can find. It. Well, you've been posting a lot on uh, EDH, and you've been posting a lot on uh, Singapore forums lately. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank uh, you for inviting me on the show. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's not going to be the first time. Like, uh, you. Apparently don't know how to play you know how to play magic. You used to play magic. Oh yeah yeah, I I, I used um, to play it when, when uh Exodus Tempest was out, I guess. Yeah, but I, I was never really into the game itself. I, I went in because of uh the artwork itself on the cards when I first met some of these artists at the magic conventions. And I started collecting artist proofs from uh, way back then. So that was like uh, over fifteen years ago. So wow. I kept it up until now and the art was what really uh attracted me to the game in the first place. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I don't think I ever won a tournament uh, at any one time. I don't think Edwin has ever won a tournament either. So, <laughs> <Nope>. uh, <laughs> uh, and along with you is your wonderful wife, oh, yeah, Aaron. Yeah. Hi everybody. Hello. Uh not very not very often you get a we get a female on the show. Not often. <laughs> at all. Actually everywhere everywhere you go in magic no. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, more females playing magic these uh, days. These days, yeah. I think we'll talk about it one day. But uh, yeah, welcome to the show. Welcome Thank both you. of you. Thank you. Uh, okay, so let's get let's get into the show. I've got to do my that funny intro. Uh, so this is the Power Nine podcast. Uh, every week you can find our episodes on. You can find new episodes on uh, Power Nine Podcast dot com. Uh, you can find all episodes there too. Uh, you can also find us on mtgcast.com. You can find us on Stitcher and iTunes. Um, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash power9podcast. And you can find us on Instagram at power9podcast uh, and on Twitter at power9podcast. The nine is a number nine. Thank you, Edwin. Uh, okay, so let's start off with our mains, uh, with our segments of the week uh, or segments of the show. Uh, this is my week in magic. I still haven't made the. I still haven't made the. Um, the chime yeah. jingle thing. The jingle, the the bumper thingy. Anyway, so Edwin, what have you been up to this week? Everything else except magic. Everything else, life, life. Oh come on! No, you have. Have you been buying cards? No, no you bought a shiny. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, I bought a. You bought land. a very shiny shockland that I want very Too badly. Too bad for you. Damn it. Damn it. One more to completing my set. One more yeah. to complete. What's, what's the Stomping missing? Ground. Stomping ground. Yeah. Okay. I so might I'm have. I'm going to frame up all 10 of them. Really? Like you, so. di- like you did with your, with your planeswalkers, the black colored planeswalkers. <laughs> the black colored ones. You wanted to frame up those black colored no, 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 planeswalkers? No, no, no. They were no? in the box. I sold them off. Oh, okay. That, yeah. Then what did you want to frame up? The, the, uh, the foil charms. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still missing Dawn Charm foil. Okay, so if you have a Dawn, if you have a foil Dawn Charm, please send Let it, you know. send it our way. Yeah. yeah, we'll pay, we'll pay ex, uh, extreme pay amounts. No, no, I won't. It will just come with a COD. 
uh, and like, okay, sure. Uh, well, COD I think I think it's con. not too difficult to find. I can always buy it online. Yeah, exactly. I just didn't want to. It, it feels more fun when you actually out yeah, and out looking for it. Yeah, but yeah. this is the last piece. This is like the missing corner piece in the jigsaw puzzle. Well, I'll take my time. Yeah. No rush. Uh, yeah, so I played a lot of Magic this week. Oh, I, did I play a lot of Magic? I played Modern. I played mod- Modern. Played modern, but standard. Yeah, I had to... Next week is the RPTQ, the Regional Pro Tour Qualifier. Yeah, ben, Ben's like shaking his head like, I have, I no, have no clue idea what these two idiots are talking so, about. So the regional regional uh, pro tour qualifier is when everybody who's won a preliminary gets invited to uh, battle it out, and the top four gets sent to the pro tour. Uh, I believe this one's in Madrid. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we'll, think we'll I'll be playing. I'll just stick to drawing my cards. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm, I gotta man, gotta put in a lot of practice. My new Jeskai control deck is. Uh, it's very it's standard, okay. right? Yeah, standard. It's very okay. It's very okay. Uh, good enough. No, Chandra. Chandra is really good. I I find like in a control deck, Chandra is amazing. She just ends out. She just ends games. Uh, and if you don't need, you know, uh, if you don't need to end the game that soon, like she draws you insane amounts of cards. Like imagine like a full grip of, full grip of like four. I don't. Know. I haven't got my copy of Chandra. Yet. I haven't. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna get a yeah, foil one. You're gonna get a foil one. Yes. Well, I'm gonna get a double foil or whatever. Oh, you uh, get <laughs> Okay, so, uh, I guess that's our week in magic. We don't want to dwell on this uh too long because uh, yeah, from what I understand, Ben, you don't play magic nowadays. Like you, you keep joking that the only thing you know about magic is that uh. You know, you start off the game with seven cards. Ah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's as far as that's as far as it goes. This this as much as I can remember today of of, of magic. I think there are lands, there are lands, and there are spells. Cool. Oh yeah, there are lands and there are spells. And, yeah, that's right. Never mind. By the end of this episode, we'll like jog your memory, and you'll be you know you'll be playing on the pro tour soon. <laughs> yeah. I'll be yeah side hobbies uh side hobby of uh, good way to advertise for your art actually. yeah exactly mm. like oh man what's that what's win that a proto with one of your authors man <laughs> yeah <You're> exactly <laughs> that's the thing like you they they say that in uh, uh we're gonna talk about authors in a bit but like altered cards are uh it's it's difficult to pass it for um tournament play. Because uh, some of them might be different, or like some of them feel different in the, even in the sleeve. So if you alter all your cards and play with all the cards altered, then they'll all feel the same, right? Uh-huh. But, you, but can you do that? I guess so. Th- that's the thing. Like you, the it's very subjective. The judge will make a call, like if he can see that one of the cards are different from the others, or some of the cards are different from the others. Then uh, you know you you you're not allowed to play the deck, or you have to use a proxy for the tournament. Oh, they allow you to use a proxy. Uh, that's the thing. Some judges will be listening. For me, I would I would just slot in a card. I'll sign off on the card, and I'll sign off on the deck list. Like, okay, this guy's using a proxy because so and so he gets a warning. I see. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. So, yeah. Level one judge people. Uh, okay. So let's run through the news this week. Uh, first, 
Uh, 9th of February, uh, unfortunately, Wayne England passed away. Uh, if you're not sure who Wayne England is, think cryptic command, think incendiary command, think profane command, think all the commands. He's the guy who drew that. Um, a ghostly prison, the one with the bear stuck be- the the bear stuck between the swords. He's the guy who the drew original that. oblivion ring. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Oh, I love the original Oblivion Ring. The new Oblivion Ring. Sorry, I just not this thing. The foil. I have a foil original, original Oblivion Ring. Wow, it's it's pretty. It because the 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 sh- the the character is all in black. Mm-hmm. Was it all in black? And like everything else is. Oh well, yeah. Purple, the flames. Yeah, the flames. The purple flames are like highlighted very well. Uh, he drew Stony Silence and a personal favorite of mine. He drew Cassic Cage Breakers. That oh, was, he drew that. Yeah, that was one of the decks that I ran in back in the day. Favorite, favorite card in uh, in that standard format. Like it's it's a game ender. I love it. So yeah, unfortunately Wayne Wayne England has passed away. Uh, also, also yes, Mister Christopher Rush. Uh, mm, this is very unfortunate. In a week, we have lost two. two. You know, artists, two yeah. big artists, and Christopher Rush has been there like since since, since the very since start. Black Lotus. Yeah, since the very start, and he was he was still drawing all the way, uh, you know, up to uh, Kamigawa. Uh, that's that's the last you know that's the last set where he where he contributed his art. Uh, Black Lotus. So if you don't know who Christopher Rush is, uh, you need to check yourself. Uh, Black Lotus, Lightning Bolt, Stone Rain, the original Brainstorm, Mana Leak, which is still being used today. Like the the art is still being used today. Um, something more familiar. Uh, Tempest. Tempest is uh the Wrath Cycle is one of my favorite sets. So Rathi Dragon, very uh significant to me. My favorite dragon. Rathi Dragon. Yeah. Really. It's very nice art. Yeah. Uh. Too bad, too bad they didn't have foils back then. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they were gonna do a reprint. <laughs> Please do someday. Yeah, in in honor it's of a useless card, by the way, but it's, it's very. Nice. I don't know. It's yeah, nice it's so nice. Uh, and uh, tomorrow, Azami's familiar. That one in foil looks really sweet. I I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Uh, so, yeah, I'm very unfortunate. I wanted to use this as a segue. That's why I put it right at the bottom. Too late. Damn it. Damn you! Uh, okay, so so back to what we were talking about. Yeah, event decks and clashbacks have been discontinued. Yay! <laughs> what do you mean, yay? I buy the useless I, useless decks. Okay, the clashbacks no. The event decks yes. I buy the event decks. The event decks have useful cards in them. Uh, for those of you who. Uh, but the clashbacks were pretty recent, right? Yeah, the clashbacks are pretty recent. So the clashbacks came about. Uh, I think M fourteen. They've been they've been running a line. So for those of you who don't know, clashbacks they have five every set. Uh, if the set has a single colored theme, then they run it in every single no, color. They, they have clashbacks are the ones that um, that has two decks similar to a dual deck. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Oh those are intro packs right? Those are man. intro decks yeah. Right clashbacks. Yeah. Oh clashbacks only came about during very recent. Khans, why, I yeah. think during cons. Uh, those had some significant cards. No, the only uh, the only one that had significant significant cards were the one the, with windswept Heath. Yeah, the cards with Rhino. Yeah, I so that, that was like that was like two event decks in one. 
I, I felt. I think so. Uh... But I don't know You know They're taking away The event deck Why 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 Event decks are so Event decks are Sounds pretty recent as well No event decks I mean event decks Go all the way back man Like it goes no, Back to Event decks are the one With expensive cards Yes Exactly 20, 2014 The first I think the first Event deck is The modern event deck You know no, I haven't done my No the first my event deck Is a Call set 2012 call set Whoa event deck. Okay yeah. Yeah, but they've got relevant cards in it. That's that's the thing. So yeah, have you ever come across like that's the th- that's the thing? The event decks have uh, altered altered art in them. The event decks don't have altered. The clash decks have altered. No, art. the event. No, decks. no, 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 no. The event decks don't have. <laughs> oh man, for I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. The clash packs have the altered art. I bought the, I think I bought the uh, Khan's clash pack. That had that had the sweet. altered rhino, the altered lens, uh, the altered prophet. The altered rhino look like looked like uh He-Man's Battle Cat, yeah. Battle Cat. Uh and yeah, the all the altered the altered Sandstep Citadel look like Ancient Ziggurat. I think we mentioned this before. It looks okay, like I Ancient so. Ziggurat and the artist yeah. is exactly the same. The same artist. Artist, yeah. yeah. Uh so yeah, that's sweet. But I, okay, so I understand the clash pack, but the event deck, man, why do you have to take it away? Like people can play the event deck. You can buy an event deck. And go to the store and play. It's that legit. Like this. I think it's just not making them money. Yeah. Unless well, unless they are willing to put in expensive cuts. The previous one that had money was uh, Hanger Bag Walker, Hanger Bag with Tassigur, right? And uh, both of those cuts are dropping. Yeah, both of those cuts are dropping right now. But I mean, like you know, when they were selling it, Hanger Bag Walker was like was twenty, do- 20 yeah. bucks a piece. Tassigur was still like you know. Uh well we're talking about three four dollars. five dollars no well no, it, was, it was cheap well, it was like it was relatively $8? cheap and then it goes up Tassigur is like flavor of the week keeps going it's up a and weird down cut. yeah the foil is still thirty dollars though of course because foil because foil because yeah, yeah. uh so yeah that's strange strange. Uh, well, it's nothing strange I think it's just not making them money so they, no they're don't take away the index take away the clashbacks then clashbacks they're gonna put put something new up that that will I know yeah it's gonna replace yeah. this thing uh, I'm glad I'm the glad the duo decks are still around though uh, those for now yeah well, those the duo decks are cheap uh, to start with like MSRP is 20, 20 USD yeah that's yeah. true it's reprints of that's the thing like it's reprints of old cards which yeah. are nice it's like more of an introduction to the new set yeah so uh, the, it's speaking a, it's of the event set. and the clash packs are just a little bit more expensive yeah uh, I don't know the event decks are the event decks were good. Why did you take away it? Why? Uh, okay, so uh, no segue. Pro tour, pro tour over Game Watch is full of Eldrazis. Full of Eldrazis. Plenty, plenty Eldrazis. For those of you who don't know what Eldrazis are by now, go watch Pro Tour Top over Game Watch. Six of them are Eldrazis. Yeah, decks. six, and not just six Eldrazis. Six in various combinations of no, colors only and one. styles. Only one of the deck is different. The the top deck is a different one. It's the blue red. No, Frank Laporte. No, Frank Laporte's deck is a Sultai. Oh, then yeah. Oh, I see. Frank Laporte's deck is weird. It's good and it's weird. Uh, okay, and then the far the the team Faris Bowl. That one is the blue red, and then the rest of them, the four of them are the colorless. The colorless ones with I don't know. There was one variation in the colorless ones, but yeah, uh, you know six six. Uh, Eldrazi decks and uh, there was a joke there was a you know there's a meme going around now that uh, basically has people challenging uh, 
pitting vintage decks, uh, legacy and vintage decks against Eldrazi decks, and going like fifty fifty. Uh, so yeah, this this could be this could be a thing. Uh, well, I think they're gonna ban the stupid eye. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Too bad for those of you who bought your eye at forty bucks. Too bad. Yeah, I'm well, sorry. Well, not anytime soon, but it'll soon. be yeah, it'll be. That's the thing, like. You have to understand something about the Pro Tour. Like for you to make it to the top eight, is slightly different from modern decks that go eight and zero. Uh, eight and eight. Uh, they do eight and zero and above. Uh, you know because you could do really crappy at the limited section of the Pro Tour, and uh, and still like win all your yeah all your constructed decks yeah. All the constructed games, like you, you just like kill everyone. Uh, with that, even but with that said, like the the decks that did eight uh eight wins and above, um, a lot of them are Eldrazi decks. So we might see uh banning. There was there was this joke uh or there was this hopes that they were doing an emergency banning and yeah. banning the eye no, of, uh the no not eye of again the Eldrazi temple. Oh, that that I, was I, stupid. No, the Eldrazi Temple is not the thing that enables the is the, the eye. Deck. It's, it's the, the eye. eye. It's a freaking tutor. yeah. It's the, yeah, the eye is a a tutor and b it's it's two free mana for every it's, spell. It's three mana with Urbok, basically. Yeah, it's three mana with Urbok. Like that is insane fast mana. Like you can go eye and then two mimics on the first turn. Well, uh, I say two because that's realistic. Pretty sad about. The Eldrazi Mimic? No, I said about the whole deck in general. I enjoyed the deck a lot, but... Hipster. But I was yeah, playing it before, was playing it, was before cool. it was cool. Uh, but, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it looks Let's like see. the ban is, is inevitable. It's gone, yeah. Uh, well, we'll have to see the next few tournaments. So Maybe we'll, the next we'll few sets they'll print something that's that's a little bit... That's better against the deck. Yeah, I I... I feel like it has to it has to go that way. Otherwise, uh, yeah, we're gonna you know, uh, or or we'll have to see. Like I mean, people will have to adapt. Uh, you can go like turn one, turn one have two Eldrazi mimics, and then on your yeah, it but happens. on your but on your turn like you can go like turn one and then fork bolt the two. Yeah, you stuff know. Like that. So you you could play you could play cards that are very specific to that meta. Uh, and basically play you know play a Grixis control or play a Jeskai control and like we did see Jeskai control decks do pretty well in the uh, in in the uh, Pro Tour not good enough not good enough of course but yeah and and those are the ones that just out of nowhere turn 5 I'm good turn 5 I win like yeah Resto Angel Resto Angel all the way uh, Resto Kiki combo uh, and yeah just kill you blah 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 uh, okay so uh, enough about uh, enough about the Pro Tour. If you want to know more about the Pro Tour, listen to last Google week's it yourself. Episode. Yeah, Google it yourself. Go watch the top eights. Uh, listen to our last episode, our previous episode, our last episode. Uh, but yeah, so now we're going to move on to the topic of the week. Ooh, I don't know. I'll, I'll figure out a bumper for that. You say that every week. I say that every week. I just haven't had the time to to create stuff. Ah uh, man. Okay, so we were talking about card alters at the beginning of the show. Uh and well that's not why you're on the show, but yeah, welcome to the show, Ben. Uh you do card alters, yes. No, yes. 
Yes, I, I, I do cut authors. I do not confirm or deny anything. Uh, so let the people at, know, uh, at home know who you are, where you're from, and uh, yeah, what, yeah, what you do. Okay, my, my name is Ben, and, and that's how I came up with the, uh, the name for my Facebook page, Adventistic. I wanted something different that uh, people could uh, relate to and pronounce it easily. And then, and that's how I came up with the name Adventistic MTG Authors like uh, five years ago. And I never changed that. Uh, I don't think a lot of people know me in Singapore because I, I, I started off running a business in the US. I deal with uh, aquariums, import and export as oh, my okay. main business. And drawing was my hobby ever since I was young. And that's how I got into cut authors because of the uh, artists and uh, artist proofs that I like to collect uh, as part of this game uh, versus uh. the game itself. So you yeah. were based. So initially, so you I, were based I was in, in the, the US. US for a while, and uh, that's how I picked up uh, contacts. I, I I went to conventions not to play magic, but just to meet the artists and buy their proofs. You know, wow. And that's how I got got started, and that was when you know you know I think ten ten over years ago you have record artists doodling on your 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 favorite cards when oh, yeah, they are, yeah, yeah. when you see them at tournament games, and that's how it got started. And I, I realized People that line up to get artists yeah, to do and, and I, I realized yeah. if why not why not do it myself. And I started off with uh, very simple stuff and uh, a lot of mistakes over the years. Like uh, how come the paint wouldn't stick? How come my cut looks so thick? And then uh, <laughs> regular stuff. And yeah, it's been five years ever since. And to date, I have done about almost 3,000 cuts so far. 3,000 cuts? Yeah. That's yeah. five over five years. Yeah, but, uh, yeah but, but still, I think a lot of people... In Singapore, don't 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 know me because I, I don't really sell my services here. A bulk of my customers are still from the uh, United States and a little bit from Europe. Ah, yeah. okay. So, but you're getting. I mean, you're getting out there. Like most of that's the thing. Like most of the people who listen to our show are from uh, North America. So, ah. yeah. If you're if you're into look, uh, if you're into doing card alters, uh, do look up Ben on. Uh, is a website? Do you have a website? Oh, I have a website coming up, uh, but I think it's gonna take a while. And right now, I just have a Facebook page. If you go on Facebook, just uh, search for Bentistic MTG Authors, and you can find me. Why not Bentastic? We'll share it. That's like later. Fantastic Ben. Oh, Bentistic is like artistic. Yeah, I yeah. was thinking of more of an artistic name and then having my name in it. Yeah, the that's, ben, that's how. the Bentastic Bentistic. <laughs> MTG authors like you can have you can have both. I <laughs> okay, <laughs> never so. thought of that before. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, uh, like, who do you usually do the authors for? Like, who who usually approaches you? What type of players? Sorry? Yeah, yeah. Like well, commander right, players. Right now, or? I think ever since the uh, searching commander decks recently, ever mm. since last year, I got most of my commander friends looking to alter their commanders first and then followed by some significant cuts in their decks. Uh, I think that's the top list for now. Uh, re- it used to be more modern and legacy players who okay. asked me to alter play sets, but uh, that's been going down quite a lot. I think it, it's because of the uh, judges climbing down on uh, authors and maybe uh, players on the other side of the table not getting their authors. That's why they are complaining so much, I guess. Jealous. <laughs> yeah, they're jealous. Like, hey, where's my... How do you make a foil brainstorm more expensive? <laughs> yeah. Alter, yeah. Alter, yeah. yeah. Peel, off the, peel off the foil. Alter the card and put back the foil on top. Yeah. Man, that's insane. Uh, but yeah, so... 
Well, I guess yeah. Judging in tournaments, like authors are a bit. Uh, we we did talk about it in the beginning of the show. Like in tournaments, uh, like authors are a bit dicey. Yeah, even uh, yeah. playing with foil cards in a mm. non-foil deck. Yeah, like if you play a few copies of foil, if the foils are warped, like they're mm. warped. Yeah, that's the it, it's big a problem, problem as well. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, so. Yeah, so I, I can see why commander players want their art yeah. alter. Oh. If you alter your commander, it's I mean, yeah. art is meant to be seen. So if you alter your commander, it's always on the it, table yeah, for people right. to see. Yeah, uh, I I had a friend who has. Oh, not I had a friend. I have a friend. I hope hopefully he's still my friend, uh, who has a soul ring which is really quite cute. Uh, they they altered it to a ring of fire, and then a manticore was. Jumping, jumping through over. the like a circus fire. yeah it's it's quite cute uh, and then the rest of the car is like the, the people in the circus like watching so the, the text is gone and they're like oh cute anyway uh, so are you still running the uh, the aquarium import export oh yeah 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 that oh, okay. I've, I've been doing that for over 10 years it's still my main business yeah okay so so, uh, so car authoring is uh, it's a hobby I enjoy yeah, it just makes me money at the same time. That's all. No, but you're, that's the thing. Like you are, you're still based. So you're based in Singapore now. Yes, right, right now. Um, gonna be married in uh, October this year, actually. Oh, congratulations! Oh, so, so this year I'm uh, busy. Gonna uh, preparing for 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 marriage marriage life, and I'm glad I have a wife who is supportive of what I do. She didn't throw my cuts out yet. Yeah, yeah. Hope, <laughs> yeah. So uh, hopefully that won't change after October still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could be yeah. Now now you've laid down the gauntlet like yeah. That's yeah. The, so I I just have to prove to her that uh, it's making money. this this this, this can fit our future baby and uh, pay for the house. You know yeah. And and I'm safe. I'm pretty much yeah. safe for now. Then that's yeah. Well, at least you're not playing. The thing is, you're not spending money to buy cards. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the. You are actually making money from drawing on people's cards. That's very different from from. Oh, but you're looking for a, you're looking for a Marin, right? You're looking for. Uh, is yeah. it oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, for for one of my client who commissioned me, I yeah, it spiked so much. Yeah, Marin, the last yeah. time I drew it was in December, I think. The ra- uh, I, I was so surprised because I because I don't play, so I don't follow the prices much. Yeah, but I'm quite surprised. Uh, oh, Marin is yeah. By, Marin by how is much play this card is seeing because I I think I've done this is my fourth one that oh, I'm gonna author okay, okay. this year. Yeah. Marin. So what were the other what the other three? Uh, do you remember the altars that uh, went I on? I I think I drew a Doctor Doom or one of them. I can't remember the rest. <laughs> Doctor Doom. Yeah. Okay. I would imagine like Doctor Doom as uh what's his uh child of Alara. Uh, <laughs> because they destroy everything. <laughs> uh, okay, so, uh, so let's start. Let, let's talk a little bit about the altars that you do. So, yep. uh, you were saying that um, like you you picked up the, so you picked it up like five years ago. And so, what made you want to do card altars? Like what? Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, inspired you? You know, I I think most of us here we we go to school. And we, we finish uh, serving in the army. And after that, we go on to work. And uh, people like me, like, I guess a lot out there, have one or two decks left over after we, we sort of like quit magic. Uh, no one really quits magic, I think. Yeah, no one really It goes into magic. your blood once you touch it. <laughs> yeah, so, so I had a leftover deck. I, I remember it was a elf deck of sorts back then. And 
Everyone had an album. Everyone had Everyone. an album. Yes. <laughs> so there was, no, I, I had no no more friends left to play with. There, there was when uh, I, I had literally stopped playing for like five years, and oh, I found this deck of mine, and I was wondering what what I could do with it. Mm-hmm. And then you know, uh, this this I think this whole author thing back then was pretty new. Yeah, author. Not a lot of people were doing it. So. Yeah. Yeah, and then people who actually did it uh, found little play because uh, I think proper techniques were not there yet and th- cards were so thick it was so easily recognized uh, even if you sleep it triple or, or, or whatever <laughs> yeah. you do with it nowadays and yep. yeah that was when I, I started exploring since I have these cards I can't sell it elves are not worth a lot uh, well not the rare ones you'll know, be surprised uh, you'll yeah. be, surpri- you be surprised yeah. now. <laughs> stupid legacy elf yeah. deck <laughs> yeah so, so I tried, tried just drawing some simple stuff on it first uh-huh. and when yeah, just for the fun of it. it. It never sold. I still kept that card. Yeah, and I guess that's how it all started. So what was the yeah. first, what was the I, I very d- first card you doodled on then? I think I drew a Darth Maul on a Leonor War Elf. Oh, uh-huh. okay. That's, yeah, on, on the original art itself. Yeah. That's that's cool, but uh, flavor-wise fail. Right? Yeah. yeah. Should be Maul a Stormtrooper yeah. or something. Uh, no, something that taps for it, like Ewok. That, oh yeah, maybe an Ewok. Yeah, like poops up mana. Like, oh, so like know. to the more technical side because I tried altering myself yep, yep. once ah, so you are my competitor uh, well not <laughs> <yet>. <laughs> five years away I did one card so yeah. I'm like 3,000 cards behind you 2,999 <laughs> yeah. yeah Uh, it's not easy for sure yeah. Uh, it's time consuming yeah so like how how long do you usually spend on one card it's, it's time consuming because the I'm, I'm a caricature artist myself oh, I uh, draw yeah, caricatures yeah. for people before I started on drawing cards yeah, um, 10 years uh, 10 years I've been doing caricatures and uh, the card itself is so small mm. so mm. small that not many people can get the details they want on the card on itself the card. I see and, and that's why I think people pay me so much because they want the details that they see on their favorite movie posters, their favorite anime, their favorite comics, and they they just want it on their the card that they own themselves. It's a personalized deck, you know, like like how uh, every EDH deck is uh, personal, I guess. Yeah. Every deck is unique. <laughs> yeah. And and people like their own decks. They just want to make it more personal, like like what you do, like what people do do with their own cars. They change the tires. They like they change the colors of the cars to their liking. So I guess it's the same for cards. So so I can spend I've spent any time between uh, one hour up to ten hours, depending on the level of details that my clients want. I see. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Cool. So because I know it takes time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how you do it, but because when I did, it's like I've, I had to. You had to prime the card. Oh yeah, you you, you can commission me and you you yeah, find yeah, out how yeah. I do it. Of course, <laughs> I'll, I'll do it soon, soon, soon. You but yeah, I know it takes. It takes a, a while. Time. Yeah. I don't know. I watched like some videos of people doing. Uh, you have to like. Uh, I understand. You need to wipe the card first, uh, oh, yeah. and then put like a. I don't know. Yeah, base code. Yeah, there's lots of different techniques. Yeah, so if if you go on YouTube today, watch all the videos about card alterings. It's it's about the same. It's about yeah, the same. You clean the card yeah. surface to make sure no dirt gets on it. You put a layer of base code, and then you start sketching on it. Mm-hmm. After that, followed by the paint and the inking and the sealing, and we are done. So, what happens if you have you ever had to redo a card before? Oh yeah, I I have actually finished cards before, and my clients after seeing the completed work, Didn't like he it. wanted some minor changes. 
Okay. Yeah, I have never done something that uh, I needed to change completely after oh, I finish okay. it. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, because every step of the way, uh, I walk through with my client and uh, from, from from the sketch first. If he doesn't like the sketch, I'll change the sketch so that uh, we don't have okay. to waste more time uh, cleaning up and, and redoing the art after that. Okay, uh, followed so by the colors. Uh, if the, my clients don't like these colors, he has any specific colors that he wants on his characters on the cards. I'll, I'll do that to his liking. After all, it's a commission. That's why we call it a, co- a commission. It's done to the liking of my clients. Okay. Yeah. So uh, on that note, like who, like how does the how do your customers usually uh, how does it usually happen? Does your customers yeah. suggest the altar, or do you suggest the or do you suggest the altar to your client? So the client comes to you and is like, hey, I want, kind of want this altar, but yeah. uh, you know, I don't know what to put on. To put on oh, it. yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I have clients uh, who, who have uh, in mind what, what they want specifically already. And they come to me straight and ask me, oh, is this possible? Can I get this on the cut that I want? And I'll advise him uh, based on the size of the character, the scene itself. Sometimes he shows me a huge poster that is like four cuts together and he wants it on one cut. And I tell them, it's impossible. <laughs> I, I don't think anyone alive can do this today. Yeah. Get the four cards and then <laughs> put them together. Yeah. <laughs> can form uh, yeah. the Voltron. And I've seen the Dragon Ball one where they formed the dragon. What? The two? The Shenlong. Oh, oh. The green dragon, yeah. I think yeah, yeah, it's yeah. four ponder or four yeah. brainstorm or something. Whoa. Yeah. So, so, so okay. they, they are clients, of course, who most of the time, they have no idea. They just tell me, oh, can you make this cool for me? Oh yeah, how cool do you want it to be? <laughs> and oh, we yeah. work from how there. How much money do you have? <laughs> and we, we work from there, you know, I'll, I'll prompt them and ask them, hey, well, uh, what is your favorite comic? Do you have one? Or what is your favorite movie that you have always enjoyed watching? And, and, and yeah, and not, most people have something they like. They, they, they just don't know what exactly they want it or the cut itself. And yeah, yeah and, and I try as much as possible to work with my client and advise them. Even I, I even tell them... Uh, if you want a Barbie doll on a dragon, that's not uh, that's not all the going to be very uh, acceptable to most of the people who play with you. I advise them accordingly to to <laughs> to to what 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 my knowledge stands, you know. <laughs> but but I give them the freedom if they want it. After all, it's their card. Yeah, if they want it so badly, I'll, I'll still do it for them. Yeah. So, uh, what's the uh, what's the weirdest? Alter you've done so far, uh, and we are will continue up with another question after that. Weirdest, uh, I don't think I've done anything that is weird. Okay, I, I I've done uh, an interesting one. A uh, Barbie riding on a, a dragon. That sounds like something that, that, sounds like like something that, that yeah, that very too specific <laughs> to be not true. <laughs> I I remember a client in uh, Norway. I think he he loved his cats uh-huh. a lot. He he has two cats. <coughs> And he wanted them on a, on a land cut to give to his girlfriend. Yeah, oh, I think okay. that was one of the most, I wouldn't say it's weird. It's That's a sweet. very personal cut uh, that I've ever done for a client. Okay. Yeah. Uh, have you ever done those like um, uh, those wedding proposal cards oh no no, I, no? I, I, I've never done that uh, and that's the before, in thing, yeah. that's the in thing nowadays man they will get their like uh, you know they will, their, their fiance plays magic and they'll ah, slide yeah. you know they'll just happily slide, slide this card, card into, into the, the deck into yeah. the deck and they'll play they'll play games until that card comes up 
<laughs> and uh, they'll cast the card and like, yeah, you know, they do the proposal. You should you should look into that. That's a big market right now. Maybe not a big market. There aren't a lot of uh, there are a few magic couples. Oh, Maybe wow. you should you should uh, approach uh, Frank Lepore and uh, what's her name Melissa the the Torah. So okay. The Toro. The Toro. Yeah, we- we- wedding Toro. rings are, are, are new to me, I guess. People ask me to draw a lot of a uh, lot of the ring stuff, but not not wedding uh, rings. Uh, yeah. Wedding ring. <laughs> no, and they, soul ring. Yeah, soul ring, soul <laughs> ring, and then like two <laughs> two rings there. Uh, okay, so on that same subject, uh, have you had to has has anybody? I'm very sure they have. Uh, has anybody ever suggested doing something that's obscene lewd, yeah lewd or obscene or x-rated on on cards well, yeah i I, th- I think we we do get that once in a while yeah but but we, we just tell them it's not something we do and we 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 get them to look for someone else who, who actually who, does that. Who, who does that for them i guess i think there are plenty of artists in the u.s uh who are starting out and and They'll, they'll be happy to do anything. But okay. Yeah. So you still for, my my personal favorites are still uh, fantasy stuff like a uh, lot of the rings, Star Wars, and uh, comic books especially. Pop culture. I think we we I get a lot of requests for comic book uh, characters, Marvel superheroes, the Hawk. Mm. I've drawn a hundred Hawks I think in the past year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and these are uh, Iron Man. I've gone drawn so much Iron Man that I I had to turn down people and say I I don't do Iron Man anymore for this month. <laughs> For this month, <laughs> because I've, I've been, yeah, because I'm I'm, I'm using the same pain. I skip seeing Tony Stark all over and over again. <laughs> I, I don't want to see him this month, and we, we move on. Yeah. Uh, so what were the like uh like when you were starting out? Like what were the artists that um you know inspire you? Or uh, like what were the yeah who were the artists that inspire you in the in the yeah. game? I, I think uh, art appreciation itself is uh, very subjective. You, it's like uh, when we talk about Picasso, you either like him or you hate him. He's, he's, but but his work is distinctive, and the, any artist who has a very distinctive style uh, captures me a lot. Uh, Max Zuck, Rebecca, uh, R.K. Post are uh, some some big names in the uh, magic scene. Artists. They have very distinctive style, and even if you you know nothing about the card, you just look at the artwork itself, and, and you know it's one of their yeah. work. Mm. And these things ca- captures me a lot. And and of course, there are a lot of uh, animes, which even the US has caught hold of, like One Piece. You know, oh, no, yeah, no, no, nobody doesn't know One Piece nowadays. It's so distinctive the the art style itself, and this is what captured me as an artist. Yeah, oh. and, and and even though I don't have a specific style that I do myself right now, mm-hmm. I hope to come up with one. That I can call my own uh, in time to come. Okay. Uh, recently, I mean, you've been yeah. doing, uh, you've been doing some stained glass uh, yeah. artwork. Tell yeah. us more about that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, like the ones from the yeah. your hinders. Yeah. If if you go on uh, Deviant Art, there's a famous uh, Chinese artist. Mm-hmm. He's called uh, Breathing Two Zero Zero Four, I think, and uh, he's. Stained glass style is f- so unique, but so detailed that that I I thought it it, it it would be cool to have it on a card, you know. But because he 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 does up a lot of a lot of the ring scenes, especially, and ah, that okay. that was what propelled him to 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 fame, I think. And I thought, hey, wh- why not try it try it on something I have and see whether it works. So so I actually had a volcanic island of from from uh, the third third edition. So beat up, I didn't know what to do with it. If I sold it, I, I I was pretty sure I could sell that back then. That was last year, I think it was in April or May. Mm-hmm. But 
I thought, yeah, why not just treat it like a piece of canvas for for myself? And I did one of his oh, okay. one of his pieces um, on it. I think it, it, it was a scene of uh, with two two bird? volcanoes and oh. uh, yeah, and and I posted it up and I sold, sold that piece for within ten minutes. Wow! So wow, that that was that's, good. that was what what got me really interested in in stained glass art, but. It is really, really time-consuming because of the the sheer amount of details. If if you go to view his artwork, he has so much details that I, I don't think anyone would really uh, want to spend that kind of time on a card itself. I think that first card I took uh, over ten hours just just to get it right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, you you say like ten hours just to get it right. How long does it usually take to do a, a single altar then? How long yeah, do you, uh, how long the do simple you? ones. If it's just a quick character on a within the art box itself, mm-hmm. can take anywhere like forty five minutes to an hour. Okay. But usually the textless cuts that I do take any time from uh, six to eight hours. Usually, I've done uh, complicated pieces, but not a lot of them. Okay. Yeah, I I usually work with the price that my clients are willing to pay for them. I yeah, see. I mean, there's no point in spending thirty hours on a cut and you sell it for twenty bucks, right? <laughs> Yeah, the, that's the thing. So, uh, so I mean, you you started out with you started out with that uh, uh, with that elf. How long, like, with the Lenoir elf, right? How long did it take you to get to your current state uh, right now? I know the oh, art yeah. is always the art is always evolving. Uh, but like, how long do you take to like nail down the technique, making sure that the cut's still relatively flat? Uh, you know, it doesn't warp yeah. and and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So so uh, during the past two years, I basically use the same technique that I've I'm still using today. Usually cleaning the the you base coating. Trade secret. Yes. Oh no 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 problem. I don't really have a trade secret. No, we use zebra marker pens and <laughs> ah. uh, this this type of nail polish remover. So cheap and Singaporean uh, no, watercolor. No, no, no. Yeah, I use I use uh, regular stuff that most artists use. I guess uh, acrylic paints. I love working with acrylic paints because they they stay thin, and and yeah. the colors are so vibrant. Yeah, but but last year what I was really working on was uh, how to keep a cut thinner than I used to work with. Wow! Because okay. uh, I think the, for the when I first started authoring, my cuts could only fit into usual like size sleeves. Mm-hmm. Af- after I I varnish them, you know, to protect the cut, and that was a problem with the judges. I found out uh, that was about four or five years ago. Oh uh, yeah, and and I realized that was what was stopping most people from getting their cuts altered. Because after they alter it, they could only they play on their it, kitchen yeah. table, and uh, they can't use it in dance. tournaments and. And most people wouldn't do that with uh, significant cuts they are in their deck. Mm. Most people would only go for auto lens and, and stuff that don't hurt and it's easy to replace. But I, I didn't want that to, to, to be to be like that with, with any players. So I, I started working on getting my cuts as thin as possible for the whole of last year. Deck and, tech. And <laughs> so it looks yeah. like you perfected. Yeah, and right now... your cuts look really... Right now... I was uh, looking at it just because yeah. it looks really... <laughs> Flat. Yeah, uh, it looks really thin. Yeah, so so yeah. for 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 the past year, I know that my cuts can now go into the perfect size sleeves. Nice as a first layer, mm. and I realized that oh, this is working, and okay. most of my clients are so happy with it. They have no no issues with uh, judges, or or any and anyone they play with. Excellent. And I and I stuck to it ever that's, since. That's good, that's yeah, good. excellent. So 
have you ever done foil? Oh uh, yes, uh, I have done them in the past, but uh, not really. I think I think foil is in a class of its own. People who collect foil cards, I I I don't really think they want something else on it. Yeah, I I rarely get that nowadays. Do you do um like uh well uh, we have a friend you 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 tried it before. We also have a friend who does like foil. That's just Photoshop. Foiling lah. Yeah, it's Photoshop. So but I mean, uh, like what I did is just photoshopping this the original art, making it full art, and then printing it on ah, yes, transparency. Yes. But I I realized that makes the cut significantly thicker. thicker a lot thicker, uh, yeah, but we yeah. use it for commanding. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's right. Yeah. I think it's fine. It's casual play, I guess. But uh, when yeah, it comes to when it comes to competitive, yeah, yeah, most people wouldn't wouldn't wouldn't, wouldn't that, take that yeah. risk. Yeah, because it it really makes the cut thicker. Uh, yeah, yeah, unless right. you print on the cut itself. That's right. That's mm. right. That's right. Yeah, and and I think foil cuts usually come at a premium already. Yeah, so yeah. no, it doesn't really make sense for uh, someone who who bought a bit once and water on top of a yeah. foil cut. It's so do you do the client? Yeah, I I forgot to ask this earlier. Yeah. Do the clients usually approach you with their own cards already, or do you have to buy the cards? Oh yeah, the uh, uh, clients in the US. Uh, after I tell them I'm from Singapore, uh, we usually work out the shipping charges, and I. And when you realize your commander is only worth a dollar, you don't spend uh, ten bucks to ship it to over. Ship it over. <laughs> so you so just they buy tell it me to it. just get it locally, which which uh, pretty much available. Like like Zergo Help Smasher is such a popular commander card. I've drawn really? over ten of them, I think, over the past year Zergo? or so. Yeah, so I, I do a lot of that. That card itself, and it's so cheap. Oh it's wait, also help readily is that available. Where your help comes from. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've done about four or five of them on us. But he's not yeah. green. <laughs> no, do you, do, you put the, red red, do you put the red hawk or the grey hawk? Oh, I, I've only hawk? done the green one so far. No, <laughs> people, you're getting it wrong. <laughs> Zergo Helm Smasher is a red, black and white card. Do either the grey hawk or do the red, no, do the red hawk because the red hawk is just anger personified. Like he doesn't, this thing at least the green hawk has a bit of you know a bit of a conscience because Bruce Banner still talking to him, <laughs> but when the red hawk split, yeah, quick as a long aside, yeah. Hello, people, get do the do the red next time. Just suggest your suggest your client. <laughs> like, next time you want to do a Zergo Helm Smasher, do a red hawk, not a. Uh, so what the other one. like popular commanders people do? Yeah. Uh, I can't think of in any your recent right memory. Now. Yeah, I gotta check my page. I've done so many. Yeah, the the the, you know, I I usually work with about five to seven authors a week. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So that's not bad. That's one author a day. Yeah, and and the most I have ever done in a week was like twenty. Oh. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's the thing. Like to to hit that three three thousand cards. Okay, so to put it in perspective, three thousand cards in five years. That's uh six hundred cards in a year, which means that you do uh one no two cards a day. That is yeah on 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 average. Uh, but that's a lot. Uh, when 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 you need to spend time with your wife, you you gotta take out half that time. You you don't have that kind of time <laughs> in a week after. <laughs> so it's four <laughs> cards a day plus you know plus extra. But yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot, that's a lot of, of extra. Through, yeah. yeah. Especially you do it as I mean, like you you might call it a hobby, but you know you I you know you yeah. might be it might be more than that, man. Yeah, I uh, think uh, Tasiga itself is a very popular card. I've done a few of those uh, in December itself. I think I I did five in December. Wow. 
into the flavor of the card you see yeah. it's a creature of all types yeah. from, from the text itself and my client asked me to come up with something also you came up with this yeah I, yeah. I had to come up with something to and, I, I and took that's the stained glass that's also stained yeah, glass the style and uh, uh, no no this is actually one of the uh, art of the artist I told you about earlier the Chinese artist oh okay okay, okay. And, and, and I found it quite suitable <coughs> for, for this card for itself the, the and, and I, ball, yeah? I asked my client whether this would work and then it's one of the uh, movie that he he really liked, oh, and, okay. and and we got down cool. to a card. There was, uh, who's that man? Who's the artist that did um, Descendants Path? What's the name? Therese Nielsen. Yeah, Therese Nielsen. Therese Nielsen also evokes, like her her art has changed. Like uh, just a quick aside, her art has changed quite a lot, and she evokes like in this new digital age, her art evo- like that kind of evokes a uh, Therese Nielsen kind of vibe. Kind of more stained glass though, but yeah. Anyway, a lot stained glass. A lot stained glass, yeah. But Therese, Therese Nelson Nelson is another artist, like yeah, very recognizable. Yeah, that's right. That's style. right. She has a she very does distinctive such, style. Whoa, yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy! Like, what's the Her, clock doing there? I don't so understand. So Therese Nelson and Rebecca Gray. Yep. Um, the cards that were drawn by them, some of yeah. the foils actually. Uh, oh, come on a premium yeah. because of the oh, art wow, yeah, okay. because some of uh, Rebecca Gray or Therese Nielsen's art when they're in foil it looks very yeah. nice some of the yeah. parts are really highlighted yeah. one of the reasons is because uh, Magic no longer uh, employs Rebecca Gray as an artist I think yeah. so yeah. yeah that was uh, quite That's a sad news for us yeah, and uh, I think a lot of people actually feedback about it but uh, I think Wizards made the stand and she never made that's her appearance on uh, any of the cuts after that yeah. that's ridiculous man like I mean like you've had you've had such a good like you've had such a good artist like people like yeah people like Rebecca Gray like uh, I don't know John Avon still drawing cuts yeah Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, that yeah. That's the thing. Like he does pretty amazing lens. Yeah, yeah. he's really oh, man. famous for all the lens yeah. that he does. He is, yeah, the number one was the number one was the unhinged lens. Yeah. It's like yeah, oh brilliant. Uh, anyway, uh, I guess we're gonna wrap up somewhere around here. Uh, what's he? If you do actually listen to the podcast, uh, you should look into hiring this guy. Have you ever thought about working with Watsi to do, you know, to do MTG cards? No, not not at the moment. Yeah. Come on. I mean, yeah. I I enjoy what I do, and but I guess. Uh, I so here's the thing. Like, if you, I guess, if you're working for Watsi, right? Like, you won't be able to alter. Yeah. Would you be able to alter the cards? I think they do, right? RK Post does. Akepos yeah. does his. Uh, he doodles on his own cards. Yeah. yeah, he doodles on his own cards. He also produces his own tokens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So his his yeah. line of tokens are very nice. Yeah, he's, he he really just scrubs the card yeah. and then like clean and. No, he, he has he draws on them and then he mass yeah. produces those. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. Okay, I think it's fine if you if you are talking about tokens, casual plays, and uh, but. If you're talking about wizards actually printing a Star Wars on their cards, I think it's going to get into yeah. a copyright 
yeah. issues. Well, and, that's uh, the thing. So I mean, again, once Star you develop, Wars, Star Wars is like selling the franchise like mad. Yeah. yeah, I mean, once you develop your once you develop your style, like it will be. It'll be pretty interesting to to see your artwork. Yeah, I, I, I guess that at the moment, cut authors are still in a pretty casual state. At right, right, right now, yeah, it hasn't gotten really serious yet. I, I still enjoy what I do, and I love to keep it as a hobby. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if, if yeah, that's the thing. Like, if it turns into work, like, it then it then it's different. The, yeah, yeah, then yeah, it becomes yeah. a bit different. That's right, yeah. That's right. Okay, so. Uh, so we're gonna end the interview right here. So thanks for coming on the show. So before we go, where can people find you? Uh, website? Uh, you you, yeah, mentioned you mentioned the website. You mentioned Facebook. Fantastic. Yeah, I have a Facebook Fantastic. page right now. Uh, oh, I think I saw uh, you had an Etsy page as well. It's close to five hundred likes at the moment. I think. Nice. Yeah. So I will. Uh, More than I hope hours. To hit, I hope. I hope to hit a thousand this year, if possible. All right. Yeah. So you can, Yeah. Just go on Facebook, search for Bentistic B E N T I S T I C M T G Authors, and that's where you can find me. Bentistic. Uh, do you have an Instagram account? No, uh, I'm not really into uh, Instagram myself. Yeah. Man, no, Instagram is the way, man. It's a, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a good way. Oh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll look into it. I, I have a wife now. She, she can take care she of these the things. She can do Instagram. Yeah, do all the, all the selfie, PR. Selfie with yeah. the uh, altered card. Yeah, yeah. You, both of you can do a selfie and then like the card in the background. Uh, <laughs> that's a bad idea, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Twitter, Twitter account. Uh, no, no, no. I'm, no. I'm not really techy. I'm a pen and paper person. I'm a very traditional guy. Yeah. Oh, gotta get on the. <laughs> we'll, we'll set it up for you like right after the show. Uh, email. The, do 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 you accept? You usually accept requests via email. Oh yeah, my my email is on the Facebook page itself as well, so okay. you can email me and, and that will work. Yeah. Uh, it's uh bentistic at yeah, gmail. Right? bentistic at gmail dot com. Yeah. Uh. What you, you said there was an Etsy? Yeah, I was. I just saw that you had it. Ah, uh, yes, yes. I I have an Etsy page. Uh, I I don't really use it that much. Oh, okay, okay. Whenever I have time in between commissions, I do, okay. I do something myself casually and I post, and it, post up, it up, uh, just for the exposure. Mm. And mm. there are people who contact me time to time from there. I guess there's quite a lot of our MTG, uh, I think, all the players. Well, not really authors. They do weird stuff like MTG earrings. Oh yeah, wow! Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't people know that. that. I didn't know that. that yeah. They just like I don't know how they do it. They they, they mana, put a mana, mana symbol. symbol and then they encase it in some gel. Oh, stuff that's that's cool. Right. That's, 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 that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. But I'm not looking into things that my wife doesn't doesn't wear. So yeah, oh, I guess okay. that's out for yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would, would you like to wear an MTG ring on on your left Maybe hand? Not. <laughs> um, I'll think about it. She's just being polite. Yes, I am. No, you have no a giant, yeah, have a giant soul ring, right? And a paper cut out with a diamond on the top. <laughs> like, oh wow, I did not, was not expecting this. Really, not expecting this. Uh, okay, so I guess uh, that comes to the end of our show. Uh, you've been listening to the Power Nine podcast. Remember, you can find us every week. Uh, Power Nine podcast. Power Nine podcast dot com. Uh, mtgcast.com Stitcher and iTunes and if you're iTunes please uh, leave us a review subscribe uh, do stuff uh, Stitcher seems to be down so I can't tell you how many <coughs> how much improvement we've had I'm guessing it's the same so, uh, yeah it's probably the same the same four people who've been there since the beginning of time yeah uh, well it used to grow but yeah we, we kid a lot that like 
nobody listens to the show when actually uh when actually that's true yeah when actually that's true <laughs> we talk to ourselves all the time uh so yeah you can find us on facebook facebook.com slash power nine podcasts you can find us on uh instagram at power nine podcast uh you can find bands uh no you need to set up an instagram account like you need you need to show off them yeah, all I, I need to set up an, an instagram account right now yeah yeah like right now we'll do it for you, you. need to book your name now yeah someone will take then, it and charge yeah, you for wednesday it. wednesday we come out with the episode uh like there'll be a bentistic on there'll be an <laughs> at bentistic on on Instagram and then you'll be forced <laughs> to take Bantastic like no uh, yeah uh, follow us on Twitter at Power9Podcast the 9 is a number 9 thank you uh, you can find myself at the uh, the Asian Judge I wanted to say the blood artist because I usually introduce you first I don't know your Twitter handle now at uh, at Edwin underscore TCW why why could it be Edwin TCW though Somebody took it already? I think so. Really? I think so. I'm not sure. Wow, oh, there's another Edwin actually, I Tan, Tan Chen Wei. What my Edwin TCW, right? No, Ed- oh, yeah, Edwin TCW, I'm sorry. Yeah. See. Well, you should book that too. Uh, Edwin TCW, uh, no Twitter. Uh, but yeah, email him, email Ben at uh, bentistic at gmail.com if you want to get your yeah. altars done. He does amazing altars. Yes. Uh, you have like to see it live. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. You should touch the card. I should? Yes. Okay, I'll touch it later. It's different. Uh, okay, so... Uh, we end of the show here. So for myself, Edwin, uh, Ben, and Sharon, we're signing off. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Ciao.